0: Welcome to the Red and Black League Boys High School Hockey Podcast. Today we'll head to the east side and interview head coach Jeff Pochel from Matamidi and senior defenseman Joe Polachuk from Hill-Murray. In, adi- in addition to these two great guests, we'll talk about the games of the past and what's on tap for this week. Hope you enjoy today's show.
1: Love
2: is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire i fell into a ring of
0: fire i think i fell into the stutter fire in that one yeah there was a solid starter there but you kept you kept going <laughs> you just you
3: no. plowed through tony <laughs> i did all right that's what I matters in right. life it right? was take yeah. two
0: that was take two i'll admit to that i was take two
3: yes they're always take two teams. no
0: they're not i nailed it last week maybe i nailed it <laughs>
3: uh okay we got a good week and we got two state champions as guests this week too yes we do so that's kind of fun yeah um but we also have some news and nugs, right, Carl? Yeah, we have
4: a bunch of them this week. <laughs> okay, not all good news either. No, no, no
3: some <laughs> some really sad news too. But um, lay them on us, Carl.
4: All right. Well, we're going to start with uh, we're going to start in 1946. That's or 45. I don't know. Anyway, it's a ways back. We're going to start with an, an Evelyn medal. It had belonged to Ron Drobnik, the, the goalie on that, that first state champion in 1945, um, so 76 years ago, and his medal had just gone missing. I um, had no idea where it was, but uh, a few years back, John Milley with the uh, State High School League came into this medal, which had been found at a silent auction at a Goodwill in Austin, Texas.
1: What? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yep.
3: <sighs> you know, I search for jerseys Up and down <laughs> Like, maybe I need to go to Austin, Texas Yeah,
4: you gotta work the whole I- I-35 corridor here, Danny
0: <laughs> I gotta understand I gotta understand how this works then So, who who won the auction?
4: Some r- Some random person Who had, I think then got in touch with John
3: and Probably like Oh, Minnesota yeah. State High School League like, Right, well, yeah, which
0: would make sense Yeah, yeah. And when Tom Hauser's holding the picture up on Twitter, the medal's about the size of a dime. That's <laughs> so weird, isn't it? It's cool though. It's cool. It's really cool. And I think it's going to get presented to the to the Hockey Hall of Fame, isn't it? That's right. Oh, that was yeah. well. They took the picture in front mm-hmm. of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe Tom Hauser wanted want it one the another. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean, that is in <laughs> I
0: know. I know. So. What else? Yeah,
4: well, I think they're giving it back to the family cuz uh, the, the the grandson finally someone finally made the connection there and so he's finally getting his grandfather's medal which they thought was gone forever. So that was cool.
3: I mean, I have my grandpa's class ring from his high school class ring. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of cool.
3: Yeah, it is really cool. It's really cool. But anyways, there was no more history behind that. He wasn't a famous athlete. What else you got, Carl? <laughs>
4: Yeah, uh, no more class rings, but we do have Woodbury (laughs) coach Wes Bolin. uh, What his 500th game this past week? I I know it's an eye popper too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A shocking win for Stillwater. I know. I know that one.
3: I think I had okay. Another game that I'm gonna have to.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you should. So, just as a sidebar, uh, Wes Bolin grew up in my neighborhood. Oh. And played was the captain with my brother Mike at Minneapolis West. So I've known Wes since I was five years old.
3: That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and he is basically walked in the footsteps of our high school coach Jim Baxter. He, be, you know, a lot of guys want, looked up to him, and obviously Wes did just as just as wow. Mister Baxter did, and went over won over five hundred games.
3: And, and I mean. Woodbury's been to the state tournament a, a couple of different times as well. Yeah. D1 mm-hmm. players like David Eddy, too. Um, okay, what's next, Carl?
4: Next, uh, another milestone. Monticello goalie Nash Wilson uh, is now the school's all-time wins leader for their goalies. He had number 40 this past week, uh, surpassing Tyler Platt who had been uh, their goalie back when they made their state tournament run a couple of years ago. I think that's a cool stat.
3: That is a really cool stat.
4: All right. And this next thing's a fun one. So uh, this past week, we had the first high school hockey hockey game played in Babbitt for the first time in over 30 years. I heard about as, this. As Ely played their home game against Bagley there. Do
0: you know why? No. Because <laughs> no. one of the players from on the Ely team was from Babbitt. The rink is still open, oh. so yeah. they, they, they do mostly figure skating at the Babbitt rink. And here they had a senior night at Babbitt instead of Ely.
3: Oh, that's mm. really cool. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you know, solid.
4: I, I I drove to Babbitt this this you know back when we were in our last little shutdown here, and there was one day I was bored and had nothing to do, so I drove to Babbitt for no no reason.
3: Oh, it that's my cool, Tom. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
3: we I, didn't do that on our Iron Range tour when we just were driving around aimlessly, Carl. Yeah,
4: and yeah, you have to want to go to Babbitt to go to
0: yes. Babbitt. It's it <laughs> yes. it not on the road to anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great description of Babbitt. Um, it's interesting, uh, Matt Jasper and I were chatting. That's how I, I got this information. Sure. He's up shooting, doing drone shots of all of his... You know, you've seen these drone yeah, shots he's they're done. Super they're cool. awesome. So he's doing drone shots of all of the rinks that he Has you know, taken did photos 12? for. So he did... He was at Babbitt, and he was at Ely, and he was doing... You know, he did a bunch... He did Halleck, did a bunch wow. this, this week. And, um, and that's how I learned about the senior night thing this week. So how funny, Carl that you brought that up. That's a good nugget. I I don't
3: mm-hmm. know if you have this Carl, but did you see Irondale brought out the St. Anthony jerseys again last night? No, no, no. Yeah. I Did their bus did their you.
0: bus make it safely? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were home jerseys,
3: so okay. yeah. But I mean, those are just it's so cool when you have like an alternate jersey like that. That's like a co-opt, you know, it type of thing. Super cool. Yeah. yeah, I really like that.
4: Yeah yeah right. and I'll, I will say when you drive into Babbitt there are a bunch of big signs you know honoring Babbitt as the birthplace of Buzz Schneider. I was gonna say the, the Babbitt rabbit you, really rabbit.
0: Have, yeah. you really can't have a Babbitt discussion without saying Buzz Schneider. yeah
4: yep yes and and if for the curious their, their team folded in 1986. so
3: yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, been it's been a while. Some, it was short like that's shortly after Buzz went through like mm-hmm. maybe t- ten years Way after, within yeah within ten years yeah yeah <sighs> anyways, okay.
4: All right, uh, let's do the COVID update. Who up? has COVID? <laughs> Thanks, Danny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, fortunately, the 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 list of new teams going into a two week quarantine is pretty short this year, this week. Um, it's uh, I, the only one I could find in scrolling through you know, the hub was Princeton. So, okay. obviously, there are a couple others still working through it. Um, there are some questions around Shakopee, who, oh, but seemingly had their game against Lakeville South cancelled on Saturday because of COVID, but then we're getting pictures tweeted at us with pictures of all the Shock players sitting in the rink watching J V. So I don't know what's going on there.
0: I don't either. It it was the strangest tweet. It was just like it was the, one of those middle of the night tweets like, wait a second, and it's coming from I don't even know. The the I, Twitter no, handle is yeah, no, like yeah. Mistake by the lake or something. I don't know what it was. I don't it's even know. One,
3: one picture away from being an egg. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah,
0: way. Yeah, it was just weird. But anyway, it was interesting to note, though. I mean, they went into great detail in 280 characters that it happens to be the same week that they were to play <laughs> Lakeville South and Rosemount. So hmm. Hmm. whatever. I, I don't take too much credence of it. But uh, if they if they are in a quarantine those twenty kids shouldn't be at the rink watching.
3: No, that's just, sitting next to each other. Yeah, and sitting next to each other. <laughs> so,
0: who knows? Who knows? There's so yeah. many different layers to this whole COVID thing with ex- mm-hmm. the term exposure. Yeah, and negative right. testing, and the the amount of days the seven days, the fourteen days, the.
3: Well, and it's not the team deciding it either. It's like the Department of Health, with like in and the school district. Yeah, it's
0: I don't know who knows. That's why I didn't retweet it. I'm like, "Mm, way too many facts that I don't in a rabbit hole. I don't feel like going down at 10:42 p.m. on a Saturday night. (laughs) Sorry, good 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 fodder for our podcast, but not for social media, as far as I'm concerned.
4: Yeah, and then we do have a couple other cancellations going on. For example, Duluth East is not playing any JV games this week. This is not due to COVID. Why it's is It's because that? L- Duluth East has now had five kids leave the team over the course of this season <laughs> and is struggling to field a JV. What? <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, let's just say um, we're cleaning house right now.
1: <laughs>
4: wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the latest being two players who have played varsity, but were benched as as seniors in the, their Virginia game this past week and uh, decided not to come back.
0: So the JV kids are moving up.
4: Yeah.
1: Moving oh. on
4: up. I mean, oh. none of the kids who have quit are, I think, combined, they might have five points in high school over their entire careers. It's not like these are the blue chip players, but wow. it's interesting. Yep.
0: Well, it comes back to that letter again. (laughs) Did we read that letter on the show? We we know nothing about the letter. The letter is on social media, so it's not like I'm unearthing anything new here. No. Dig it up if
3: you want to find it. Yeah. Put it Mm -hmm. that way.
4: As always, Mike Randolph inspires strong opinions. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, And finally, we'll end news and nuggets on a sad note. Uh, A couple. Deaths to announce: uh, First um, Minnehaha Academy's uh, 2020 graduate, Berkeley Duxon, uh, pe- passed away in a s- snowmobile accident this past week. So, uh, our con- condolences out to the, the Minnehaha community and everyone there. Can only imagine. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: it's been a couple of snowmobile accidents this year, so be careful on your snowmobiles. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And second, we'd uh, like to honor Dick Emheiser, who is a uh, Long-time coach involved in almost every level of hockey. Uh, High school, stuff for USA hockey, did a bunch of stuff with districts here. So, um, institution in Minnesota coaching, and he passed away this past week also.
0: Yeah, he won two awards, a Dave Peterson Award and a Ted Brill Award. So, these are a well-esteemed coach. Uh, I knew him when I had to do my training uh, for youth hockey in District 6. Emmy was always there for all the different level one, level two, level three uh, meetings that I had to go to. And he's just the guy I would always see around the rink, especially when it came to Minnesota hockey related events. So sad to see Emmy leave It's way too soon.
4: All right. Um, Are we ready for a top 10?
0: We are ready. Bring it. Let's start with class A first. This was the one there wasn't much movement. Yeah. A little shuffle, but that's about it.
3: Okay.
4: So, uh, number one, we've got Hermantown. Sure, yeah. Number two, Gentry Academy. There's your shuffle. I finally...
0: Yes, you caved. I finally caved. And why did I cave, Carl?
4: Because number three, Matamida, I lost to St. Michael
0: Michael-Alberville, Who I don't consider a true double-A team. (laughs) 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 Sorry about that, Brianna. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Ooh. Woof. laughs> no, I mean literally they're playing Hill Murray, and Benilde. I mean these are legit teams that they're losing to. You can't yeah, knock I... them down, but when you lose to St. Michael. Yeah, bye bye. We'll see you down at number three.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> and Especially I think
0: Gentry will be, wearing, will be wearing white jerseys in that section final.
3: I I I think Gentry would have beaten St. Michael.
0: <laughs> yes, like a drum.
3: Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, okay.
4: Number four is East Grand Forks. Yeah. Number five is Warroad. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: They lost, but the gap is too big, really. Yeah. Uh, six. Six is Denfeld.
3: Okay. Yep. Yeah.
4: Oh, I thought it had a good performance. Yeah. Against, against Hermantown.
3: We'll talk about that in a mm-hmm. little bit.
4: Number seven is Fergus Falls. They're
3: they're on the
4: rise right big now. Big time. Yes.
3: Watch out, Otters.
4: <laughs> and then this is
0: where well, it the gets First
4: time marquee. anyone's ever said that uh,
3: <laughs>
0: on, on this podcast. Yes. It's the first time we've ever pumped.
3: Yeah. Normally, Fergus. The only other time that we've talked about Fergus, other than this season, is when related to losing players to Moorhead and right. Carter Yep. Yep.
4: <laughs> Number eight is Little Falls. Yep. Okay. And number nine, a bunch of ways we could have gone here, but we decided to stick with the 1A route. So Dodge County is nine. Okay. And 10 is Mankato East.
0: The juice. The juice. The juice. They get a big win last night over over, um, Northfield. (coughs) Northfield,
4: the the honorary 1A team.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't note that because Northfield is a -A double-A team. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And we screwed up that they aren't in four. They're in one four double A, they're in one double A now. Yeah, they someone posted I think Stangs pointed out on the uh podcast uh, thread on the on the forum. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I knew that, but my brain was stuck. They
3: keep getting bumped into random areas and they're not a double A team.
0: They really aren't, but they are. But they are. I
3: know. I know.
0: <laughs> they are. So
3: But then how is in Dodge County when you're pulling from like the whole county? Okay, I know.
0: that's I know. There's can I been just a ask lot, that question? There's <laughs> a lot of people upset about how Dodge County wrangled their way into. Yeah, because they enemy. were double A for a while. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they were, yes. yeah. and and they weren't very no. good. And now they're good, and they're an A. So it's well, insane could be said about Monticello. Monticello yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the exact same thing. Where Monticello thing. was
3: a prohibitively world kicker. Yeah, there's like, like
0: two thousand students. In Monticello, it's a big high Annandale, school. Maple Annandale, Lake. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how they pull it off, but they do.
3: Uh, okay,
0: mysterious,
3: <laughs> mysterious. And talking about mysterious, let's do the Class Two A ranking. Here we go.
4: Yeah, we had some movement this week, which is fun. Yay! So. Number one. Maple Grove. No movement there. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> I have no... Like, I struggle to find a Maple Grove score that's notable when I'm doing... If you're beating Team 7-Rip, seven, 7-3, seven, it's like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to say your score because it's not notable no to us. No one
0: gets excited about that. Yeah. But they do have a big week
4: coming up. We'll get to that in a, in yep, a little bit. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Number two, Eden Prairie.
3: Okay.
4: Yep.
3: That's yeah, a, I. Mo- mo- yeah. yeah, I'm okay with Eden Prairie. There, their top end is so good. It doesn't matter. No, it I doesn't mean- matter to them where they're ranked. I don't think they're like Grand Rapids in that sense. They could be the number five seed or four going the sections. It don't yep. make a difference. Yep.
0: Number three, Lakeville South. And yeah, well, that's interesting. It's nothing Lakeville South did. It's no. just that Eden Prairie did more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. A, yeah, and acquired player. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, number four, Grand Rapids. Okay, okay. didn't play this past week, so no, nothing exciting there.
0: Benefit of that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and and Superior number... didn't do well in the Wisconsin state. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm afraid I didn't check the. Shocked out. <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> Hudson won it though. That's what I saw.
3: Oh, oh that's go. not surprising though.
0: Mm-mm.
4: Number five is Hill Murray.
3: Okay. Starting to really buy this Hill Murray. This, is, this is where this is going to yeah. get
0: murky here. Yeah. There's nobody. There's nobody. Yeah.
3: Will the real St. Thomas, Thomas please Thomas, stand
4: please. up? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, is, number six is not St. Thomas. It no. is. Tire Lake.
1: Wow. <laughs>
4: I didn't
3: see that coming. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a gift from above wow. to them, Carl.
0: Whoa.
3: Okay. This is not,
0: he's just teasing us. He really wants us to read his explanation. Yeah. About it. He's uh, just, yeah. just a tease. Yeah. You slut. Yep. <laughs> oh. Slut shaming Carl out there? Oh. Oh. He's trying to get. He's trying to get people to read his little <laughs> rankings explanation. <laughs> well, because you said that, said that,
4: I'm not going to explain it. So <laughs> <laughs> number seven. <laughs> okay. Number seven is Andover. Ooh. I see,
0: like, I this
3: like is, that This one. is
0: just despicable, Carl. You are <laughs> just so desperate for people to read your explanations. But
3: I think I like <laughs> that I like one. that, too. Garrett Schiffke. Yeah. Player yeah. to watch. All right.
0: Eight.
4: Number eight is Benild.
0: Wow. <sighs> wow. Wow. I we'll get to them in games in yeah. the past. I liked them this week, despite losing. There was a lot to like about that team. Did you like that seven to five game with Chaska?
3: That was close <laughs> to the end. I, when you need empty net goals to beat Chaska, I think Carl I, has them in a appropriate I, spot. I think they're the number one seed.
4: I, I mean, yeah, they are. They're ahead of everyone so else. So what? Tony?
3: Like, <laughs> oh, I, I believe Lakeville North might be the number oh, two seat. Stop <laughs> it. Like, Stop do it. You want me to start pumping up
4: North now? Mm-hmm. So I, I made uh, this. Uh, I'll give you a sneak preview of one juicy comment I gave in my write up, but I observed oh. that, you know, 6AA might be the best section in the state, but they also might not get seated. Correct. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Correct. Oh,
1: correct.
0: yeah. But they might get
3: seated because there's some weight on wherever you come out of which section always.
4: Right. But who are you going to bump? Hill? Grand Rapids? Yeah.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah. No. No. All right. Uh, Okay. Now St. Thomas. No, number nine is I I think you just etch them in there.
3: Yeah, I just think (laughs) Carl, like, keeps floating them in
4: every single
0: week. They've been at nine. nine, They've been dropping no.
3: They're oh.
4: up at seven, so they dropped. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> and number 10, Creighton. Oh!
0: Ooh!
3: The Fighting Raiders.
0: So you bumped the cadets. Just no respect. He's bringing
3: the news, bringing the funk now. And th-
0: how much did Danny <laughs> pay you to knock them out of the top ten? I've been 10? paying a <laughs>
3: lot of money. It's been a steady uh, a Venmo. yep.
0: <laughs> a steady Venmo. All right, so you are they 11, then? Uh, no,
4: Minnetonka is. They're 12.
0: Was it the 5 nothing win over Oatana that wowed you to raise Minnetonka to 11? Uh, certainly. No. No. The fact that
3: Gentry probably pumped Oatana more? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, at least they shot out St. Louis Park, you know, which is the caliber of team that St. Thomas is tying.
3: Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that.
4: That's true. I mean, yeah, Matamidi, Blake, and Holy Family. That's three ties in a row. Yeah. And then well, Dina lost. isn't great. <laughs> no. The Hill win, yeah. is, Hill win is good.
0: That's their the one
4: good result. The Breck, that,
0: the Breck win over Blake just knocked St. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. To the floor. And the
4: Matamidi lost to St. Michael Albertville, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Like
0: the teams they tied are not impressive at all. Not red hot right now. So you, those are no. good rankings. Andover is the big winner this week. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Who- and Prior Lake, <laughs> you said it. Whoa. Oh, Casino. Sorry. Anybody else <laughs> in the top
3: fifteen, Carl? That we uh,
4: Centennial went back up to thirteen, so they're in there. Um, Rosemont's holding steady around fourteen, and then I slid to Tino back into fifteen because 15's kind of just a uh, pick it out of a bag.
3: Can I ask a question about a team? Like, no, you can't. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, so Roseville.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: they've been putting up some decent losses. I
0: same with Mouseview. Right. Yeah, yeah it's close every time. Yes.
4: Yeah.
3: I I don't know what the like I keep seeing like close losses on whenever I'm doing scores and it's like huh.
0: I I'm with you. Like
3: 3 to 1 Cretan, you know like type of yeah. thing Where and that's the second 3 to 1 Cretan. and it's just like huh. It's interesting. I mean, they're two and
4: seven, but
0: yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I mean. I keep is, noticing okay, let's, let's that.
0: Look at this. I I, I always cite the uh, state tournament over at at parade. You know, the AA and the A. Little yeah. Falls was there. You know who else was there? At the, on the A side, Roseville. And they were lucky. They got beat by Edina in the in, a, in the quarterfinals in an epic double overtime game. Sure, So they're so decent hockey players. Yeah. I mean, granted, now they have to go against double A, and I think a lot of those kids, none of those kids were had, you know, Hill Murray or St. Thomas written on They were pretty much stayed home. St. So Thomas was some decent doesn't teams.
3: tend to get. Uh, O'Neal?
0: Oh. Yeah, O'Neal yeah. was uh, from there. Yeah, anyways, sorry. His little brothers on this Roseville team. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not a bad squad, and they got a good coach. Scott Steffen's their coach. Yeah. They're going to build yeah. a nice little mm-hmm. – pro- it's going to take a while to get the Raiders back, but they'll be back. Trust me, their youth program is yeah. on the rise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've got two wins, but it's a lot of I – mean, there are really only
4: two somewhat lopsided losses. and It's a lot of uh, one goal to Forest Lake, three to Creighton, one to Moundsview, two to Creighton, one to Park – Three is Stillwater, one one to East Ridge, one to White Bear. It's a
3: that's team a that we don't talk losses. about that it's much. Never.
0: I, how many times have we talked about Roseville or Forest Lake? I'm calling a Forest Lake era? game on Tuesday. I'm ex- That's awesome. Oh.
3: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Who do they play? White Bear. Okay.
0: So. Oh yeah, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> it's not on the radio. on
3: Well, that one's on TV. Yeah.
0: Oh. TV like. Television? Public X. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm like TV. Danny's on TV. <laughs> oh. Wow. wow. All right. Well, that wraps it up, doesn't it?
3: That's all. Yeah. That's what wraps we have. all of
0: our news. Now I get to do my first red ever.
3: black league.
0: What's that? The, you want to pimp players? the
3: red black league for two seconds before you Before pimp
0: it? I do our intro to Coach Poschel? Yes. All right. Well, the red and black league is the sponsor of our show and awesome. Opportunity for players of basically all ages at the high school level, 8th through 12th graders, play in this league. Uh, junior varsity, junior gold, varsity players, players that play multi sports, spring and fall leagues. They'll be having their tryouts and evaluations coming up soon. Check out the redandblackleagues.com. Our next Red Black League guest joins the show is longtime Mata Media head coach Jeff Poschel. Prior to joining the Zephyrs, he had a storied career for both Murray and Northern Michigan. Jeff holds records at high sc- at both schools, including CCHA Freshman of the Year, and was drafted by the Hartford Whalers in the ninth round. Jeff has led the Zephyrs to nine state tournaments and won his first last winter. Welcome to the show, Jeff Poschel. Jeff, how are you doing today?
5: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I'm excited to uh, dig in a little bit and share with our uh, listeners a little bit more about who you are, your background, and we'll hear about your team, the defending state champions. That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it?
5: has a real nice ring to it. Uh, it's a, un, it's an unfamiliar ring, but uh, it's a, it does have a nice ring to it.
0: Much better than the reigning third place champions, which you guys held for a couple different years. So it's great to hear that as a state champion. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, so let's get into your coaching background. We talked a little bit before we turned the recording button on here. Uh, You had some great coaching influences, but you didn't really have a typical leave hockey and then start coaching hockey moment. How did you finally get uh, pulled back into the game after leaving uh, your after your career at Northern Michigan?
5: Well, uh, it's an interesting uh, story or question that you ask because I really, I didn't, I didn't uh, have. A great interest in in pursuing coaching and uh uh, i got a call from uh, an old friend uh out of the blue one day uh kevin hartzell who was currently at the time coaching the st paul balkans uh, in the ushl and we had played against one another and uh he called me out of the blue and and said hey you know i I think you'd be a, a pretty good coach have you ever considered coaching and I really hadn't at, the, at that time in, in my life. And, and so I considered it and, and uh, gave it a try. And uh, and I was thankful that uh, Kevin reached out to me and gave me that opportunity. And and so I coached uh, with Kevin for a couple of years uh, with the Vulcans. And, uh, um, and that was a great experience.
0: And word got out that you were interested in coaching. And your old high school coach was now coaching at St. Thomas College. And Terry reached out to you. Talk about that call
5: yeah well that was uh uh that was another uh coaching experience that i i uh uh treasure uh, you know one of the one of the coaches i respect most in the game is is uh, my high school coach terry skrypek um and uh, he had transitioned from hill murray to the university of st thomas and uh um and he he asked me to uh come in a couple times a week and, and work with his goaltenders. And, uh, and that was a, that was a great experience, not only working with him, but, uh, uh longtime coach Duke Besser was there as scribe's assistant. And, uh, so I got to, got to work with, uh, two very quality people, uh, over at St. Thomas as well.
0: So then you stopped coaching. You and your wife moved to Los Angeles. Walk through that process of getting out of the game, and then we'll talk about reentering back into the game.
5: Well, um, uh, for for the people that know me well, uh, they know that uh, faith is a big part of my life, and uh, and my wife and I uh, felt that at that point in our life, we we wanted to uh, to to give back and, and to try to make a difference in, in people's lives. And uh, so we had a, an opportunity to not only pursue uh, that, that end, but an opportunity in Los Angeles where I would be able to kind of uh, cut my teeth, so to speak, uh, teaching. Uh, I just got my teaching license. And uh, so we, we went to Los Angeles, and I, I worked for uh, with an inner-city uh, Christian school um, and I taught K through eight, uh, physical education and started up an athletic program, uh, in that, in that school. And, um, and just, it was a, it was a great experience, both, uh, both professionally and, uh, um, our experience with the mission and, and working with, uh, uh the inner city, uh, uh, needs that, that were presented there.
3: So you... Then you come back home from L.A. and you start teaching at Matamidi and coaching at St. Thomas Academy. What? Why St. Thomas Academy? What did you know about St. Thomas before you started um, coaching there as a head coach?
5: Um, to be honest, uh, I had I had come home. I didn't. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to be hired at Matamidi to teach. Uh, there was really, there was no coaching, uh, positions that were open there. And, uh, uh, keep, uh, I'll keep dropping names here, but, uh, <laughs> love it. uh, that, that summer I worked, I, I had gone back to the job that I had in summers, uh, going through college, which was working with the, uh, Miller, Woog, Miller Woog hockey schools in South St. Paul, um, and, um, and so I was working with Doug and, and, uh, there were, uh, Russ Walsh was down there and, and, uh, Russ and I had gotten to know one another pretty well. And, and, uh, he was actually one that, that gave me a call and said, Hey, uh, I just found out that St. Thomas Academy is looking for a head coach. Um, and so, uh, I, I looked into that and realized that, yep, they were. They were looking for a coach, and so I applied and um, and was fortunate enough to, to be given that opportunity. And so I I coached at at St. Thomas for for four years, and um, and then the job at Montemay became available. And and as things worked out, uh, uh, I was able to, to take that that job.
0: So at this point, you you told us before the interview, you have six kids. Six kids and coaching don't mix very well. How did you and and your wife and teaching? Oh yeah, that's a regular job, but how do you and your wife, how did you uh, work your way through that process? Well, first of all, my wife is a saint. Um, and what's her name by uh, the way. We got to get her a shout out. uh, Yeah. My, my wife's name is Maria. Okay.
5: Um, and, and without her support, um, and her buy into, to, uh, what I was doing, uh, as a, you know, in my coaching career, you know, it would have never happened. Uh, you know, there was, I mean, it's crazy. And, uh, we, we just played Delano last week and had a, had a fun conversation with Garrett Van Bergen, cause he has four kids and, and, the, and three of them are playing hockey. And, uh, and there, there was one, one, one winter where, uh, you know, I had my varsity schedule to, to manage and uh, my oldest son had a, a Bantam schedule and my daughter was playing on the high school team and my other son was uh, was playing uh was playing peewee hockey and so we had we had four different schedules to try to navigate and it was it was a uh, chaos at best was um, the
3: calendar as uh, the same size as your living room like mapping this <laughs>
5: out <laughs> uh it was uh it was let's just say very complicated. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know, we, we look back on those, those busy years uh, with fondness and, uh, you know, for, for my wife and I, you know, now we have days when, you know, we, the kids are, are far away and, and we don't see them as often. And, and uh, uh, we, we, uh, we look back with great fondness to those busy times.
0: So every year at state tournament, I try to, you know, pump your tires as being a great goaltender you were older than me i always remember you as a great goalie for hill murray and you went on after playing at hill murray you went on and played at northern michigan for another legend we're just name dropping like crazy rick comley what was it like to have him as a coach and northern michigan was a really powerful great hockey program when you were playing there uh
5: again uh a great opportunity to to play under un, under a, a legendary coach like uh, like Rick Comley. Um, I guess the the you know you asked the question, what was it like uh, to play under Comley? Uh, and the the first word that comes to mind is terrifying.
1: <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> uh, I I don't know that that is a, a coaching character trait that i would want my players to to uh you know the first word to come to mind but uh you know he was uh he was a an old school hard nose you know you he had his ways of doing things and um and there were there were certain looks that he could give that he wouldn't have to say a word and <laughs> uh uh but but he he is another very successful coach that uh, knew how to get the most out of his players. And, um, and I really, I really love my four years uh, playing under Conley.
0: So it, almost some of the stuff when you draw from Rick, maybe it's some of the stuff you wouldn't do, correct? Well, you know, I've, I've
5: often said to other coaches that, you know, we are kind of a conglomeration of, of the coaches that we've had the mentors that, you know, what, what's been modeled for us. Right. Um, And, and you, you know, I can, I can look at uh, scry at Hill Murray and at uh, the university of St. Thomas. I can look at, um, I can look at Kevin Hartzell. Um, You know, I can look at Rick calmly, Duke Besser um, uh, and, and take the good, the good things that I, I saw from them and they modeled. Um, but you know, they're all human. So they all, they all had things that, you know, I would, I would like to maybe keep out of my coaching resume. Um, and so I think that's, that's how we learn. Um, you know, another, another great coach, uh, uh Mike Gensel, um, Mike, Mike was coaching with, uh, with, uh, with, Kevin with, with the Vulcans when I was there. And so I got to know uh, Mike real well, and uh, he's turned out to be, you know, one of the premier coaches and uh, in our, in our sport. And uh, so I think it's, it's really, you know, you, you take, you take the good and you try to try to manifest that in, in your, in your coaching style. And, and it's a learning process and there's a lot of mistakes along the way. And, Okay, I got to do more of that, and less of this, and right. um, so.
3: Well, let's let's talk about your coaching resume at Matamidi. You guys won state last year, but there's also been a lot of Fridays in disappointment too, and a lot of semifinal losses. Um, let's talk about you know maybe last year's win, and then the other uh, games leading up to that.
5: Well, it's a it's an interesting uh, question, in, in that, you know, uh, people have asked me what what was some of my highlights from last year, and I'll I'll be very honest with you. One of my biggest highlights was not having to somehow face my team on a Friday night. After having lost a semifinal game, and and help them peel themselves off the pavement and say we have a third place game tomorrow morning, uh, we are so fortunate to be here uh, because those are some of the hardest speeches I've ever had to make. Um, you know, following following that disappointment uh, of losing the third place game, and and so one of one of my highlights, one of my biggest highlights of the state championship run was not having to make that speech, uh, and, uh, being able to focus on, Hey, we have another game to win. Um, and, uh, so that was, that was, uh, truly one of my, you know, one of the things that stick out to me, but, uh, the, the experience was really more watching my team and, and being able to see them experience, You know, the 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 joy of, you know, reaching that final plateau. Um, And for a couple of my seniors, uh, Nikolai Dulac and Colin Hagstrom, who had played for four years um, and who had been on some of those disappoint, you know, been part of those disappointing Teams, and you know it's hard to say a disappointing, you know, a third place finish is a disappointing team. It's not that's not what I mean, it, it, but they experienced those individual disappointments. Um, it was, you know, exciting to to be able to just witness uh, them experience the success last year, and and not only those guys, but you know uh, everybody else on the team as well.
0: So you had some. I, we talked a little about those disappointments, those Friday disappointments, but, you know, you as a player, 1980, you lose in the state final as an undefeated team, and you're the goaltender for that team. Walk through, you finally win. You know, you talked about all the, the elation. Does, do any of those bad memories get soaked up by that victory last March? Could they kind of erase that? Or walk through kind of your process. Did you have any flashbacks to those, 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 those also those disappointments?
5: You know, um, I just, I think all of the, all of the memories are great memories, even the disappointing ones. Um, the state, our state tournament is, uh, uh, the best tournament in the turn in the, in the country. And, uh, to be able to be a part of it is just something special. Um, and so, yes, it, it there's disappointment because the tournament is so great and it, and it means something, but, um, i i think all of all of the experiences have been so valuable for me um and you know talk about the difficulty of winning a state tournament um, you know it i've only been a, I've only been a part of two state championship games, and they came forty years apart it's um.
3: <laughs> <That's> amazing <laughs> and, and considering yeah. you've been coaching for so long
5: yeah. Yeah, and you know, and uh, I consider myself, you know, one of the very fortunate ones, uh, you know, having, having been able to bring teams to the state tournament. And um, I, I remember uh, my, first, my first year that we coached, um, or that, that I coached in 98, uh, the team at Mata I went. And, uh, and uh, here's another name dropper, my, uh, the legendary uh, Warren Strabo. Yes. um, you know, both of his sons have coached with me over the years. And, and at that time, Rick, Rick Strayla was, was, uh, one of my assistants. And, uh, and, and at that time, uh, Warren, uh, God bless his memory, uh, was still alive. And, uh, and, and his first comments to Rick and I were, you guys don't know how lucky you are. I coached for how many years, and I never even got close to a state tournament. Um, and I think there's a lot of coaches that are that are in that situation that have always uh, longed to be a, a part of the state tournament, and uh, it's it's tough to get there. And that's one of the reasons that uh, it's such a great tournament.
0: Um, let's walk through this year's team. We'd love to talk more about those state tournaments, memories, but I'd love to get, a, get your take on this year's team. Um, Adam Johnson, Ethan Peterson, returners. Um, obviously, one of the best goaltenders in the state. We named him the goalie of the year last year on our website. Um, what what's special about this year's team, and 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 what do you guys need to work on?
5: Uh, it is a special group, um, you know, and I think most most coaches would would probably say that about every every group they have, and and there's some truth to that. Every every team that you have. There's something unique and special about them, and uh, but this group that I have, boy, they are they are just great young men, um, and and really great hockey players too. Um, and for them to for the returning players to have had that experience of of being a part of that state championship team last year, I, I think has been tremendous. Um, we have we have great leadership. Um my my captains are are uh, Adam Johnson, JD Metz and Tony Newbeck. Uh and all three of them uh have brought great stability and leadership to this group. Um and then, you know, you mentioned Ben Darts. Uh you know, Ben Ben is such a unique individual uh and and is so good at his position uh, that he he makes everybody else better. Um, and so, uh, it's it's been fun to to have all of those quality people uh, in the lineup. Not to you know not to forget you know some of the other returning guys. Uh, you know Ty Decker and and uh, da, uh, Dylan Duxon and Ryan Berglund and uh, Owen Harrod and, and Ben Dardis' brother Grant. And I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody in there, but. Uh, um, you know, it, it is, is really a, a, a great group. And, and we've, we've, uh, you know, we've had our ups and downs this year, but, uh, but, uh, I'm really pleased with the progress that we've shown and, uh, and, and I'm excited about seeing how we finish here.
3: Let's talk about Ben Dartis for a second. Does he make you nervous as a former goaltender, just how he plays and just, he's so aggressive, but he, just gets back to the net so well. Does that make you nervous just watching on the bench type of thing?
5: No, uh, because uh, if uh, if you would if you would look back on old tape, and I hope you don't, uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
5: I was I was my my style of play was even more aggressive. It would make Ben look conservative. Um, <laughs> True. So so it doesn't make me nervous um in, in fact uh, there are times that i i would like for him to be more aggressive uh, probably based on on uh, how i played but the 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 position has changed so drastically uh in the last uh <laughs> in the last 40 years um most things do change over 40 years right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it, but ben you know, Ben is a, he's a unique goaltender. You know, he's had to adapt his style of play uh, because he's not as big as some of your elite goaltenders. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong. He is an elite goaltender, but he's had to, he's had to get there because he's had to adapt his style. And so he stays up on his feet more and. Um, and it plays big in the net. Um, and but his his biggest thing is he competes. Uh, he's uh, he's one of the one of the fiercest competitors that, that I've had play in goal uh, for me over the years and, and that's that's what really sets him apart and I think that's what will attract uh, junior coaches and college coaches because uh, at the end of the day, yep, he might not be six five but uh, he wins and uh, he gives his team a chance to win.
0: Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you coming on today and joining us on the show. Head coach from uh, Montamita High School, Jeff Pochel on today's show.
3: Thank you, Tony, and thank you to Coach Pochel there. That was a lot of fun. Um... Time for games of the past. I'm going to put a little bit of a caveat on this week, you guys, because Uh-oh. Tony's favorite segment is buy or sell, okay?
4: Mm-hmm. he I thought it was hot or cold. Pump or, or dump.
3: He loves this every single year. It's what he lives for. He texts us during, like,
0: August. I say, hey, can we, can we do a buy or sell? <laughs> can even... we
1: just
3: record a show that's buy or sell? Yeah. So. I'm going to name some scores off from last week. You tell me what you're buying and what you're selling. Okay. okay. You name a team. I'm going to say a, a score. Let's call it Duluthie seven and sell, you know, the type of thing like that. And then you I can will. just go like, <laughs> I'm selling Duluthies. Okay. I am. You ready?
0: I've sold it all. Okay.
3: <laughs> but you tell me what you're buying them to do. Okay. All right. we'll I'll do uh, Minneapolis three or one.
0: I'm selling Orno to do what? Sell those Spartans to do what? (laughs) Not to go to state. Okay. Yeah.
3: Why? And then I'll ask Carl.
0: Because Minneapolis is in the lower half of that section, and they lose to him. That's that's. I think there are going to be other teams ready, like Delano and Southwest Christian.
3: Carl, any dissenting opinions on that? Uh, no. Moorhead 3, Bemidji 2. Carl.
4: Sell those spuds. I'm holding.
0: Uh, or, or maybe better yet, sell all the 8AA. Yeah. Yes. I watched Rozo this weekend. This week, though. So we'll get to them, I'm sure.
1: Yep.
3: Uh, Chicago Lakes 6, <laughs> North Branch 4.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying or selling? I'm...
4: Uh, Danny's pronunciation.
0: Yeah, I'm selling his pronunciation of Shisago. Okay, and I'm buying Shisago in a section of unknowns. I thought that North Branch would have done better in this game. Yeah, based on their scores.
4: Yeah, same Carl. Yeah, I think I'm I'm holding because I have no no confidence in anyone here, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's interesting and surprising to see not do that well.
3: Yeah, the Wildcats are slowly putting together some, you know, eye poppers. Yeah. Wildcats, Wildcats, wild Chicago. Mm. Got it right there. Did I? Chicago? Yeah. No, 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 I'll give no, you. No. I'll
0: give you close enough. Shishago.
4: Better. No, no. It's not an no. H. There's
0: not two he, H's. He, There's just one. Danny, H.
4: Danny, you're, you're in a hole. You're digging. <laughs> you're digging. You're digging further. It's not. Not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we
3: all watched this game. Um, let's do a buy sell, and then let's talk about it. EP four, Benilde one. Who's buying what here?
0: Well, everybody's buying Benilde. We moved them up in the rankings. Nobody dissented on it. They're the greatest team ever. Eden Prairie. Prairie. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you said Benilde. Benild. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Eden Prairie. But <clears throat> I I like Benilde. I'm buying both teams. Okay, Carl. Um, let's see here. Well,
4: I'm obviously buying Eden Prairie. I'm not quite as sold on Benilde. I think Benilde is in this category of team. There's a whole bunch of teams this year, especially in the West Metro. They're these pretty looking teams that skate up and down the ice. They look fine. And then they never score. <laughs> Benilde's one of them. is like one of them. and is one of them. And it's just like, yeah, there's skill there. Drew Stewart looked great, but... I don't know.
3: Can I can I ask the follow up question on that, Carl? Like, what do you mean by not scoring? They're putting up like touchdown scores.
4: Right but in now. games, like, in games against serious competition, like, with of which Eden Prairie was basically their first one. <laughs> Tony, talk about this game
3: though, maybe a little bit, just because you were in person there.
0: I thought that uh, exactly what Carl just said. They are pretty. They got mm-hmm. those pretty red uniforms. They're fast. They have yep. three lines that can skate. They can hit. They got you know, they you know, Limesand didn't play great in that game. It, I mean he had a couple goofy goals go against him. Um and Limer's a Frank Brismick candidate. He would yeah, Brimzik. Okay, yeah.
3: we can figure out all what I can't say today. Yeah, yeah we
0: were there's we're <laughs> gonna, Antithesis is another one. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get you on a He's few laugh. It's early in the show. It's early. <laughs> Um, I just don't think that uh, I, I, I I liked their speed, and I liked their tenacity. They'll, they'll, the goals will come. The goals will come for Brunel. Uh, uh,
3: I'm holding on EP right now. Wow, just I provocative. Want, I want to
0: see more come out of that second third line. Mm. And you've watched EP for how many years? (coughs) It's it's the same formula. Yeah, I I get that. And it works. It does. I I think there's
3: other teams in that section that are deeper. And Carl has one
1: in their top ten. Are
0: we talking casino? Uh -uh. That's a gamble. That's a gamble.
4: No. You better pull your chips back.
0: Okay,
3: fine. They're pulled back.
4: Right. Two comments on Eden Prairie. One, I thought I thought I actually thought their lower lines this week. I watched both their games this week and I've watched a lot of Eden Prairie. I thought they had their best couple of games. You know, they were holding their own, playing well defensively. Um, we'll get to the Edina game in a little bit too, yep. but that was solid. The other player who I really was impressed with was uh Langenbrunner. I thought he was had a phenomenal game. He's yeah. a total rock defensively. Um you know, you know, it, that lets middle stat kinda of run up and be a fourth forward at times because he's just so solid in back. And yeah. I, I thought the
3: Mason looked a lot better this year when I saw him in person.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: I completely agree with that. Um, okay. Where was I? Hutchinson, five. Litchfield, Dasso, Cocado, four. Hutch was up four to one, I mm-hmm. believe, and Litch scrapped back into this one. Um, who's buying? Who's selling here?
0: You know, I'm gonna mm. hold on both, and I still think if you if you, if you're a stock, you're a penny stock guy, you might want to get your investment on New Ulm. Okay, that's a sneaky sure. team in that same section. Carl. Yeah, I'll. I think I'm. I'm. I'm in on a hot,
4: and I'll stay in on a hot. <laughs> All okay. right.
3: Hermantown, six, Denfeld three. Anything there?
4: Well, there's it was 4-3 to three into the third period. Uh, the shops were very lopsided, but then stuck around.
0: Yeah. I, I, the, Hermitown's stock price is so high, I'm not buying it very high right now. It's just too high, too Ooh, expensive.
3: Do you think that there's – are you valuing their stock at, like, going to the state tournament and winning state?
0: Yes. Okay,
3: okay. And that's fair. I think that's where most people see Hermantown, at least on Saturday.
0: Yeah, they see him on Saturday for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And like you said, Carl, this was – Denfeld gave him a good shot here. I I think this Denfeld squad is different than Greenway.
0: Yeah, not quite. They yeah. don't have that. They have – they don't have a Dante Lawson. Yeah, they – no.
3: That cre- I'm not saying they anything Christian about Christian
0: Miller. They, they they had four or five studs. Yeah, I, I think Christian Miller is probably
4: the, the missing piece here. because so They have a, a good two forward lines. They have a good goalie, but the the D, the D is just not on the level. That they probably need to pull, pull an upset.
0: Yes.
3: Blake won St. Thomas Academy one in overtime. yeah <laughs> Hmm. Just dumpster fire. Sell both of these.
4: Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with either of those teams right now.
0: <laughs> you know what? I, because St. Thomas will be in the state tournament. You I, still think? I'm this. still hold on those guys. I just not, I'm not impressed with what going. What's going on? Look back last year, a month from the state tournament, we were selling all St. Thomas stock you could sell. Yeah, you I... could get them for cheap.
3: Yeah, I think until Carl and I saw him in person in Eveleth, that's when we started to buy him. All right. Um, Gentry seven Breck zero.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Buying that Gentry. How I, much? How much can I get? I think Gentry's nope.
3: playing on Saturday. I do too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the way that I mean, I do too.
3: Look at their line charts. Okay, they're D average six one six two.
0: Yeah. That's, they're big.
3: They're big. <laughs> Something worth noting. And knowing. they're going to
0: be fun to watch in the state tournament right? because they're, I mean, they play a fast game. Uh, they just comment, and come Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. St.
3: Michael, Elvertville, three, Matamidi, two. <laughs> uh,
0: what? When was that game played? I feel like I'm. Tuesday. Yeah, that's why I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too focused on that Eden Prairie. But be... We were all
3: watching that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody buying St. Michael right now?
0: Brianna is.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Any other YHH staff members <laughs> <Nope>. buying?
4: <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I mean, they've they've got three wins, but two of those wins are Matamidi and Moorhead. <laughs>
3: yeah, I I I uh, will say that having a tough schedule like St. Mike yeah. will
0: I, help. Them help. Out. I agree with that. I when don't you know to what what Rogers is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a Roger score coming up on this show. Yep, I guarantee it.
3: Yep, there it, there is, don't worry. Um Fergus falls 3 St. Cloud Cathedral 2. I thought this was interesting.
4: Probably closer than it should have been. Probably for how much we're pumping Fergus.
3: Yes. yes. That's Agreed. That's I
0: not asking Somewhat for a spanked cathedral yesterday. Who was that? 5-1 like was it Alex? It
3: was Alex. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. seeing that Alex. game. A game that would
0: have been good, good in 2019.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, okay, Hill Murray six, Holy Family zero.
4: Hello, offense, Hill.
3: <laughs> I I am buying Hill Murray right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Tony. Mm. Nah, not yet.
3: Not yet. I think Hill Murray plays on Friday night. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where do we got them ranked? Well, they're five. So they're going to have another. A potential. As, as of today, they'll have a rematch with Grand Rapids, which was Grand Rapids won that game like uh-huh. 3 right? 1.
3: Yeah. It was as low scoring as it gets. Yeah. Monomedi um, 2, St. Thomas Academy 2, overtime. In the Peter, St. Peter St. Was Thomas at that game. Tyvilles. Yeah, Peter mm-hmm.
0: was at that game. And I watched his post-game ski, and he's basically said that game could have gone either way.
3: Which isn't good if you're a class AA school. Right. Nope. So let's put it that way. Uh,
4: so someone, someone I am buying is Ben Dardis. I was glancing at his stats earlier this week, and basically the last five games he's made 30-plus saves. It's like a 940, pushing 950 save percentage against a really good schedule. So full
3: full disclosure, we haven't done the interview that you have already listened to with Postal.
1: (laughs) Yes. We will
3: ask Postal about that.
4: Or we did,
3: and he yeah. gave us a great, <laughs> what answer. A great answer.
4: I'm, I'm in a time warp.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. Maple Grove seven, Rogers three. I watched this game. Okay. Yeah.
0: Only because the score was two to one after two. Yes. And of course, you know who had to remind yeah. me of this? Oh, I got a phone call from Arizona. I from did Brianna. too. I did too. Did you see this? I can't believe it. She was like nervous.
3: I know. She called me. Yeah.
0: So anyway, lost yeah, uh, and then it just it,
3: bum, bum, ba, bum. it, yeah,
0: it was over. Yeah, reality included. Yep. yeah.
3: I just I don't know what to read into the Maple Grove scores. I yeah, it's, it's so difficult right now because
4: like they. They've had a few games where they give up two or three goals. It's like, should I be concerned? I don't know. I
3: well, no. and because they're not going to go through section. This is their section opponents. You know, not
0: Rogers, but you know, they get they're going to get complacent. How are they going to get up for their first I, game in the in the state tournament?
3: That's what I'm not buying right now. I agree. Is uh-huh. it's tell me that you're hungry. You, you know, we it, because if you have a target on your back. And you're playing a six double A school that Carl said is not ranked. Okay. If you're playing vanilla play or
0: Wyzetta in the first game of the state tournament Ooh. or Cretan or yeah, like Ooh. that's gonna be tough. Yeah. So, anyways, that's just well,
4: if it's Cretan, they will be just as much of a mystery fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, uh, no, they wouldn't because they would have won two or three really good games the week before.
3: Yeah, then we would know that they can beat Benilde or True. beat yeah. Wizetta type of uh, – BD Dinah. Yeah. It, we'd know more, but still, uh, I just – I have a hard time. I'm getting
0: nervous about that schedule too.
3: It just – it's not – I'm not getting those warm, fuzzy feelings. Mm. It, it feels like Little Falls when they had Hanowski. Yeah. Or it's hmm. like, okay, just keep When's pumping the shoe these. in drop, right? Uh, just keep pumping them up. And then, you know, oh, you pl- you played Breck at the state tournament and you just got dumped. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and I yeah, remember I want- that clearly. Yeah. It's like, they yeah. don't have a shot. They don't have a shot. They didn't have a shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Um, anywho, I am at Stillwater 2, Force Lake 2, overtime. Uh, Anybody wanting to buy that Forest Lake is going to cause some havoc in 7AA? Oh,
0: they will.
4: Uh, they five, of They'll make a semifinal. That's it.
3: Yeah, because they would play Andover in that semi, right? Yep. Hypothetically. And, yeah, Hypothetically.
4: Yeah. And then they'd be done.
0: <laughs> I think go, so. And then, go, and then they'd be done. Who, who will they get in the first round? Like Anoka?
4: Elk River. Elk
0: River? Okay. Well, who? Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that's a toss-up.
3: Yeah, that's that's hard for me. And that's a
0: toss-up. Yeah, up. yeah. See, not buying that flake too much. Right.
3: Um, anybody seeing Stillwater as a threat? Still no. Okay. Um, still no. No. benild seven, Chaska five. This is where we get nervous about Benilde Tony. Why? Why Chaska? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be going into like shootouts at the OK Corral with Chaska, St. Okay. Louis Park. Like these aren't teams. Like, are we going to go? Benilde eight, Jefferson six next week. I don't want to say that score. Like, okay, all right, okay. I'm just saying that's the thing that gets me I nervous. I think that
0: Benilde plays a really good schedule. Benilde get is getting into their game. schedule. Benilde is yeah. getting into their good schedule They, ha- they right haven't now. played the good parts of the schedule yet. I know, but yeah. they're going to get some good games. They'll be as battle-tested as any team in 6AA, and I think they have the most skill, and they probably have the best goalie too. Ken
3: Pauly teams can score. They always mm-hmm. can. I, that is something Ken is really, really good at coaching. I can't
0: believe I'm pumping Benilde so much. I, I just really liked what I saw.
3: And, and The parts that when I get concerned about Benilde, it's when I see five spots because I know (laughs) that the run and gun is just so run and gun that it's like watching a Texas Tech football game. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Texas Tech against Oklahoma State. Oh, oh. just get ready for it. Fifty-six, 56 yep. and hasn't got the overtime yet. <laughs> no third
3: quarter, <laughs> and we're looking at a new Big Twelve record:
4: seven hundred <laughs> passing yards. Yeah,
3: it's like no, I'm not. Like I can't get into that. I'm um, with
0: you. I'm with you on that.
3: Okay, Duluth East 2, Virginia 1. I just want to mention how close of a game this was until the third period, and Carl was there. We don't really need to talk about it, Carl, but it was just close.
4: Mm -hmm. uh, The uh, sophomore freshman third line uh, (laughs) scored the tying
0: goal, (laughs) which is added to the juice involvement that we mentioned earlier. <laughs> what I'd like to get your take. We kind of have gotten a lot of takes on East so far. What's yeah. your take on Virginia? Who's going to be the third seed in seven eight? Yeah, I Ooh.
4: I like Virginia. They were the goaltender Ian Kangas is huge and very solid uh, defensively. They were very smart. They did what they had to do. They're a decent little team. Um, yeah, if you look at that section. Like, Hibbing's there, sort of, Avalith is there, sort of, Greenways Greenway's at least been been competitive with these teams and something else. So, yeah, those those two quarterfinals are going to be good, (laughs) but I don't think either either one has much of a chance against... The semifinals aren't going to be good. Let's just put it that way. The quarters will
3: be good. The semis will be running time.
0: Yep. I'm with you.
3: Which is a shame, the last years of Avalith. So,
0: nobody's buying... Are we selling East yeah I,
4: is
3: I there think... any
0: shares does anybody have any shares on East? No
4: well I guess it depends what you had them expected to do. I think we'll learn a lot about East in the next couple of weeks because obviously now the team has changed and they have their, their schedule schedules getting a, a bit harder they have moorhead St Thomas, turbantown, Rapids again.
0: well we'll
4: have a better handle on if this East team is like a young improving team or just not
0: good. I'm holding on to one share over East and it's about the size of that Eveleth medal. <laughs> <laughs> the thimble
3: okay um fergus falls 6 alex 2
0: i like that score
3: i'm buying fergus right I'm, now i'm
0: not just buying their twitter handle i'm buying the hockey team too yeah fergus <laughs> is i'm going they could be the one seed they will be the one seed i know well this, they still got to play little falls
3: this is yeah. the best section in class a To watch, absolutely, it is. And usually the
0: semis at the. I don't think they'll play the semis at the MAC this year because of COVID.
3: Just interactions,
0: but that's always a great Saturday. Those 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 two games up there for six A.
3: Um, Roso four, Warroad three, overtime winner.
0: I watched this game. It was good. It was a really good game. I watched on one of those. No. Broadcaster free Facebook. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, because oh. I tried
1: I to. to I wasn't going to log to live. My wife.
0: Debbie's like, why are you putting the computer up to your ear? I'm like, I'm trying to hear the, hear the scorer, you know, because there's no, <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, the, the Roso Rams guy doesn't do anything until the period's over. I'm trying to get the oh. goal scorer. I'm like, it was a pretty pass from Hughlin, who I know, yes. to unnamed number guy. So I can't even pump. 47? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't even see the number, you know. But it was a beautiful goal. Beautiful. <laughs> well, Huguen. Whoever it was. It's it, great. Beautiful play. It was like, it was the play where like, he had a ton of time to shoot the puck. Defenders, like, are you going to shoot it? Just, oh, you're not going to shoot it. I better come over and defend you. And, and, and then, right as he came over, he slid it over and bang. I love those. Beautiful goal. And uh, it was weird. You know, you follow the shots on goal in that game, it was all world. I mean, they were out shooting him like double, like 26 to 13. The ending shots was like 29 28.
3: So it was really? all
0: Roso at the end of that game. Just
3: pouring it on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. They huh. were they should have won in regulation.
3: They war road. Rozo
0: oh, Rose should, so have should have won have. in regulation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of chances at the end.
3: Um are we buying Roso to get to state. Mm. Mm. I
0: know that's More a hard we one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's very difficult well, for me. You to you know buy they were missing. Right
0: you know, again, according to according to the pod, they were missing some players, and all players were back. Uh, Thor Bufflin's as good a defenseman as I've seen this year. Yeah,
4: he's so solid.
0: He's really good. So, I, I think so. I still have this sneaking suspicion Morehead's going to pull it off. I just, I know, suspicion. I know.
3: That's kind of where I'm at too. Like you know, I'm buying both down. just so yeah. I can make some money type of thing um yz Zeta for morehead one I think that's as expected yeah it's about yeah right. I I'm not not buying or selling either of those Holy Family eight Hutch two I thought that was a good win for Holy Family
0: yeah Hutch is better than that that's
3: what I mean that's a good win for Holy Family because Hutch is better than that yeah um Hill Murray three. Why Zeta won in a game that we could have all put a, the score in a, like a fishbowl and oh, 3 1? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. 3 1? Yeah. Three, did we all say 3 to 1? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I watched this one and it was, it was, yeah, exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> exactly what I expected. <laughs> it, if Hill Murray, and this is
3: going to sound weird, if they limit you to less than two goals, they're going to win or less than one goal. They're not gonna be lose. If, if, you, if you
4: get less than one goal. You, I, I know,
3: pretty right? a <laughs> chance. I know. I, I like. I, I said that's gonna sound weird, but that's just who they so are. So Hill Murray is
0: the opposite of Texas Tech. Hill Murray is
3: <laughs> Hill Murray and Grand Rapids Wisconsin. are Wisconsin. Yeah, they're the Wisconsin <laughs> team.
0: Wisconsin basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and occasionally,
3: like they play in Nebraska, and yes. then they just uh, kick them silly. <laughs> um, you, Woodbury 2, Stillwater 0 in the game that you guys told me to write. This is another just confusing 4AA score.
0: I like my scores. Like you said, like, like the Hill Murray was that. We knew that was going to be a 3-1 game. There's certain yeah. games you just you look on and you go, hmm, okay, life's good. Everything is normal. Yeah. That one completely. I'm like, oh West Bowling got his five hundredth win. That's tremendous. And then I go check the scores for the night I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. They beat Stillwater? Big yep. T What? <laughs> <Yeah>, timeout <laughs> Time out. That one really caught my eye.
3: Yeah, that was a full timeout. That wasn't a thirty second timeout yeah, when I yeah, saw that exactly. one. Exactly. Um, no that just the mediocreness of four aa is scary. Put, like, I have oh. no idea who Hill's going to play, or if Hill's going to play somebody in the quarterfinals, that's going to be like, we'll beat you. And it's just going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it's weird.
4: There's nobody The whole there. suburban East is just bleh.
3: I know. Agreed. Um, Prior Lake 5, Rosemount 2. thought th- this was a good um, win for Prior Lake um, yep. over the loss or tie.
0: What are, what, are, how, what are we doing with the casino? Who's who's buying the casino? Well, you never um, bet against the, the, the house, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I am,
3: I'm buying casino at quote unquote Mariucci. It's not Mariucci, but um, I'm buying them there at, at the Eden
4: Prairie Community Center. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, I am. And then it gets interesting. Let's put it that way.
0: It's going to be a weird year with no Mariucci, no Braemar, no Big. No. It's going to be a weird yeah. year without those if games. If you have a
4: section final at Eden Prairie Community Center, is just gross.
0: I, yeah. I can't agree with you. No like, has,
4: there, has, has there been a, a rink in the state that has hosted more important games in the past years it's well, many more mediocre than that one? Like, ugh. Yes.
3: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But – Highland could be just as bad. <laughs> okay. For a
0: section final? Yeah. Charles Schultz Whoa. Arena, oh. brought to you by
3: the 6AA Section Championship, right off of Ford Ford, Ford Parkway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it's good. It could happen. It really could. Or you could have it at St. Louis Park, and there'd be 59 fans there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you know that? That St. Louis Park, for whatever reason... The two the two hockey rinks are considered one building by the city of oh, St. Louis Park. What? Yes. Oh, so you can only but, have, they have 150, when one they 150 fans, oh. 85 or something like that in the west building and oh. 65 in the east building. Oh.
3: Oh.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Seems right. No. Seems right. Uh-huh.
3: It's Sounds because good. there's
0: only one entrance. They can't make two buildings out of the two rinks. Oh. That makes sense. No sense.
3: I've left that rank through other a- exits. So have I.
0: <laughs> you could have made – St. Louis Park could have done better is all I'm saying.
3: Be better. Be better, <laughs> St. Louis Park. Um, here's
4: a team uh, that we I can – I could be stuck on that for a while. Sorry. I know.
3: Here's a team that we can say be better. Um, Breck three, Blake one, be better. <laughs>
0: What a bad week for Blake. Bad year. Yeah, yeah.
3: right. The ship. Yeah. You're better than this. Yes, we know that have you a are. A ton
0: of talent on that team. Still,
3: be better. Agreed. Agreed. Um, in Prairie Four, Edina 1. Carl, you said you watched some of this one.
4: Uh, about probably about the second half of it. Yeah. Um, and you know, Edina had a few moments where they you know had. Added a bit of pressure, especially towards the end of the second, but for the most part, EP was in control. Uh, Again, going back to those Eden Prairie lower lines, Jake Luloff scored the winning goal, and then the (laughs) the third and fourth goals at the very end, to put this one away, were were just silly. (laughs) Cash scored both of them, but the the passing sequence was just ridiculous.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Jackson Blake's passing abilities are equal to Casey Middlestad. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you just said, yep, it, it like Casey was probably one of the best passers I've seen at the high school level.
0: He just saw the ice so well.
3: He just saw the ice so well, and Jackson is the same way.
4: And frankly, he has better
0: linemates. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> A lot better. Yeah. And that's no offense. Jack Jensen was young. Yeah. Yeah. And Spencer Rudrude is not the same caliber as Drew Halter, Carter Batchelder.
0: Yeah. No. On paper, though, I think their 17 team was their – or 16 or 17s were better. With Michael Graham? Well, yeah. they saw like Graham was 16, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 16, better. They had two lines.
3: Yeah, agreed, and, and, and that was a very good team. But I think this this top line is – we talk about top lines in the state. This one was a lot better. Yep. Um, okay, a, a game that literally I had to write down this evening – uh, or morning, um, Rochester, Mayo, 4, Dodge County, 3, in the third period, too.
0: Yeah, I think they came back from three goals down. Yeah. So, Mayo came back and won.
3: It, that's a really good win for Mayo.
0: Yeah, I mean, Dodge has got a double-A kind of pedigree to them. You know, maybe even a, maybe even enrollment, Here's the thing. enrollment Ma- as well.
3: M- M- Mayo is, let's call it a half-A, lowercase a lowercase-A team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, even though they play double A, they're yeah. lowercase a type of thing. And, and this is a good win for them.
0: I, I agree. I agree. That's, that was the Saturday night before I went to bed score that threw me off.
3: Yep. And then Little Falls 3, Sartell 1 in in a 6 double A. You know, 6 A. 6
0: okay. A. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, another good win for the Flyers. I think they have uh, one or two seed. Yeah, in 6A. It Sounds like
4: it wasn't really close either. It was total domination by Little Falls. I
3: I am buying Fergus Little Falls section final right now. That's where I'm yeah. at. Alex I proved no me idea. wrong, type of
0: thing. Yeah, and Sartell, and Sartell,
3: and, Sartell. and River <laughs> <the> Lakes, and <laughs> Cathedral, and <laughs> Cathedral, and Wadena Deer Morris, yeah. Morris
0: Benson.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: okay, um, well that's all I have. Um, Let's uh Tony do you want to hand it to me right now and then I'll do an intro for our player coming up? Uh, when,
0: that sounds great. Or Tony, you could what, just do it. You can <laughs> just do it right now. Let's let's hear you <laughs> hand it off to Joe Polanski.
3: We are joined here today with University of Wisconsin commit 50 point scorer at Hill Murray High School 2020 state tournament winner senior defenseman from the aforementioned Hill Murray, Joe Palatichuk.
0: Not bad, Danny.
3: Thanks, hey. Joe. Joe, how's it going? Was that good, Joe? Oh, that was very solid. Okay. That's that's all I'm time. going for. You
0: only need to impress him, but you, you did dock him nine points from his career total. I, what did I say, yeah. 50.
3: Well, he has nine goals, so we won't talk about those. All
0: right. 50 assists,
3: which is impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is it my turn to ask Joe a question? Sure, you I can do that I just want to make sure that we're staying in order Is here. Joe ready for you? Are you to- ready, Joe? I am all right, ready. here we go. Here we go, young man. Uh, we're, we do a youth question, uh, so we're going to go back uh, to 2016. Uh, your youth Peewee team made it to the state tournament, led by your dad, Adam, was the coach. Uh, what are some of your memories of that team and and making it to state and kind of that whole journey with with those guys?
2: Yeah, that team was uh, a team was super fun. Um, we made it. To, we made it to state, thankfully. Um, of course, my dad and Craig Quinlan, coaching those two, I had them uh, my whole my whole youth career, and they were the best. I I truly don't think I'd be here without them, and uh, I thank them so much. And of course, the boys uh, like Clofty, um well, Pierre was on there, Connor Nelson, Widener. Yeah, we had a we had a fun team, and it was, it was a great time. Our, our camaraderie and our our bond with the boys is was great and I think that's why we made it to state. You know, it's type on and good group of guys. So
0: now you it's had a, a a kind of a, a career too where you played a lot of off season hockey. Your dad was involved with the with the Steel Dogs organization, Mike Smith and that that group of guys. What are your memories of, of playing with, with Adam and Mike Smith as as your coaches and and kind of just that whole the whole off season part of the, the development?
2: Yeah, for sure. That was honestly the biggest part of my journey and where I'm at uh through steel dogs and my dad and Mike and Todd and those guys and and the training we did at or wherever it was the tournaments we went to just work on our craft and they were there every day pushing us and and making us better and uh the the steel dog program that was so much fun and all the great memories and friendships I have now to this day because of that yeah it's it's a great program and because of that in the summers and, and the road trips and the fun times in Chicago, uh, yeah, we're
0: we're here now. So, all right, let's go. Th- let's go back. Uh, state tournament, 2020. You Danny. want me to ask? Yeah, this. you 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 got a pretty good handle on what was that winning a state title was all about.
3: You well, uh, so. Joe, let's let's walk through. I think it's pretty well documented right now that you weren't playing in the state championship game, but you were a very influential figure all the way up to the state championship game on last year's Hill team. What what kind of took you out of the championship game? And, and let's talk about everything leading up to that.
2: Yeah, so it started about the last uh, the last regular season game. We were in Moorhead, so it was a, it was a bus ride, it was a road trip. Uh, I didn't really feel the best, but like everything else, just a cold. Worked through it. Um, so we go there, play. Uh, we ended up beating them. Um, so the bus ride home I was kind of just on adrenaline. Didn't really think much of it. And as the weeks went by, and then leading up to playoffs, throughout school and stuff, I just always felt so tired and like mopey. And I had super big, uh, super big eye sockets and. And I just knew something was up. So we went to the to the doctor, and they're like, no, it's just cold. Um, no big deal. I'll keep playing. So then we go through playoffs. We beat White Bear, make it to the tourney. And then there is when I realize something's really off, but you're in the state championship in the tournament. You're not going to – you don't want to miss anything or go to the doctor or anything like that. But uh, in my case, I kind of had to because it got to a point to where death was in the question, and that's when it got scary because I had <sighs> a large spleen. Um, so, so from that point, uh, Lechner, coach Lechner and myself talked it out and the risk reward is, is pretty big. So just going to the doctor and and hoping for the best and nothing was wrong, but there was something wrong and he fight through it. But, but two, two games I got to play were were fun for sure. And the boys pulled through for sure. So, uh, state champion.
0: So I, can't, I got I got can't a, really complain. No, I got a question before we go to that state championship and you getting your equipment on. So Danny and I interviewed you before the state tournament. So thank goodness we didn't get what you had, right? Right.
2: <laughs> it was it was probably a week or two after that, um, when it just got really bad. <laughs> yeah. You guys said you're pretty lucky, I
0: guess. No, it was no, that week. Well, the week Danny, before the tournament. That was ours Sunday. Saturday before the Sunday before the yeah. tournament. So you were in yeah. no, the... And then Danny was a little sick. You were in the thick, in the, in the thick yeah. of it. I think you got it from from Joe. Yeah. I So, Joe... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, <laughs> I was <Joe>. really
3: sick <laughs> at the tournament then. <laughs> Joe, too. Yeah. I so. think we're
4: connecting some dots here. Yeah. Things yeah, are and, aligning. And I, was, I was a little not great the next week. It wasn't yeah. was horrible, but I was... I figured it was just
0: post-free fatigue, but you never know. All right, this is right. We're having yeah. some fun here. So let's go back Patient to the state one. final. I'm going to go to the state final. Uh, you are in the building, dressed in street clothes, yeah. down on the bench, but not participating. Walk through what happens next as the team is mounting a bigger, bigger and bigger lead.
2: Yeah. For, so it kind of starts, uh, we had a team meeting in the hotel, and, that's when I had to break the news to everyone that the doc said I couldn't play and they all felt bad and, and whatnot, but it just gave them more motivation. And uh, yeah, so I was in my street clothes and I was doing everything I could to make sure I could be on the bench or whatnot. Like I was sick, um, but I'm, I'm thankful that I was let on that bench because the guys, uh, the guys wanted me there. So, you know, it was, it was good. Uh, and of course we won the game and, then I go uh, with about three, four minutes left into the locker room and changed into my hockey equipment and ran out on the bench, and Coach Schaff looked at me. He's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I put sock tape on even. That's all that's
1: true. I sock tape on. <laughs>
3: John Fogarty, put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> So you
0: hop, you hop, you win the state title, you hop on the ice and celebrate with, you know, not a drop of sweat on you. No, I actually put some water on my head.
1: (laughs) 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 Makes it look good. I'm not even kidding.
4: (laughs) All about the photo op.
1: Oh my. Yeah. My. Oh wow! This what's is getting one? better. We're, we're
4: we're gonna lose Danny here for about five minutes. So. Oh, this
1: just
3: I, I was losing it when you said street
0: clothes. Like a suit is your street clothes. I love that street clothes. Street clothes is such a hockey term. Street clothes,
3: just suit and tie. That's right. Anyways,
0: that's that's
3: really cool. Yeah.
0: So what's uh, to Carl, Carl? This is the segment where you talk about this year's team. Let's walk through the, this year's piles. Sure. So uh, off to a solid start this season. Um, I think the concern that some of us had about Phil
4: Murray coming to this year is you know, are, are they going to have enough scoring? But I uh, you know you've had some low scoring games, but also had an outburst this past week against Holy Family. Talk about you know, so your, your new look team this year and how you're generating offense. Yeah, I
2: think it starts with our defense and our goalie. And Nick Erickson has been doing a great job this year filling in Remy's shoes. Uh, Remy's such a stud to have Nick back this year. Uh he's uh he's doing great. So that's good with scoring and you play hard D zone and, and the offense will come, so I think we're we're doing really well right now on the defensive side of things. We haven't put up much goals at all. It's just that one St Thomas game that kinda of got hectic. But other than that, I mean we scored a few goals and play solid defense. I I don't think there's a team out in the
4: state that can beat us. So yeah, good. and when, when you look at your section this year, you know it's you guys, and then it's kind of a bunch of question marks because you don't really play any of those suburban East teams. Uh, so right. how you're preparing for that? Just not really knowing what what they're going to have to, to
2: offer. I just take it day by day and, and game by game, and when when it comes to play them, just, just do your best and man up and, and win a hockey game. That's what it comes down <laughs> to. So, the, the three games in, in playoffs and. You win those three you never know what can happen at state So,
0: so this is your fourth year at, at Hill um, three with lechner um, Bill's got a, a you know he got a bevy of quotes and sayings and things like that what's the one saying that you, you when you'll be at Wisconsin in a few years and you'll think back to lechner Lechnerisms, what's one of your Lechnerisms that you'll always remember uh, there's so many but, <laughs>
2: uh just just the way he's he just carries himself in such like a a old fashioned, just all, he's always smiling. He's always there to have fun, but when it comes down to it, he's ready to work. So practices are fun and, and, uh, and hard, hard at the same time. uh, It's, it's just, he's such a good guy. and (laughs) We always give him a hard time about his hair. (laughs) so (laughs) So if he is, if he is grumpy or whatever it is, you just go up, rub his head, and he'll get into a good mood. So.
1: <laughs> I remember
3: that from so the press great. conference; they were all rubbing his head. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, um, I did want to ask one other question. What's your take on the home and home game between Edina and Still, uh, or and Hill. Hill? I sorry, every year. What's your because you've played in it now three years. And so what's, nobody else does this in the state and then nobody else gets two games with Edina. That's a non-conference too.
2: Right. No, it's, it's so fun. Uh, the past two years, it's obviously been in our favor. We shut them out the past, past (laughs) two years, but it's so fun. Going to Braemar and playing there last year was different because there's both venues were just pretty much packed, um, playing in, full stadiums but it was it was so cool this year um it's it's always fun playing them two great coaches battling so yeah
3: okay um so i think now we're going to do a lightning round between carl and i and tony took one of my
0: questions oh Um, sorry there, but I ma- did look like I was stealing something from you. you yes, that it, look.
3: yes, yes, it hurt. All right, anyways, um, Carl, do you want to start first with the lightning round questions? I might still ask mine because you didn't give a direct answer. I
0: didn't get an answer from him. Mm-hmm. He did some, get some great answers in the show, but he never gave us a, a true lechnerism.
3: Yeah, so that will be a, one of the questions, All anyways. Right. Go, Carl.
4: Okay, um, Joe, so what's your favorite rink in the state?
2: Um, Rapids Rink. IRA. Um, it's a answer.
3: Yeah, it's a common <laughs> answer. Um, which goalie has the best pads in the state? Or helmet? you um,
2: oh, got to go Hill Murray goalie. Nick Erickson. I like his simple
4: CCM pads. Sweet. White with green. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite Hill Murray defenseman before your time? My current coach, Jeff Hauser. Ooh. There you yeah, yeah, that's a good Watching
3: one. Watching
2: clips on him, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, he, he's kind of my idol. So. He
3: he was a stud. That is, there's no yeah. question about that. Yeah. Too smartest kid on your team.
2: Max Upser.
3: Okay. Lechnerism. Yeah. yeah what, what's his best one-liner that always makes you laugh or something? <laughs>
2: Uh, whenever, whenever a forward make a bad play or something, he'll just yell ugly. It's like ugly, ugly.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh, that's the best one. And he just screams it and then he makes me really do the drill. That's
4: awesome. Ugly. <laughs> okay, Carl. Um, okay. We asked about your favorite rig. What's your least favorite rig? um least favorite rink i hate playing in my i hate the rink yeah
3: it's
2: the guys yeah. it's, yeah. Not, well, olympic it's not
3: olympic anymore yeah
2: it's, i think they changed it though okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: it's a weird rink it really is it's it, there's not a good sight line in there yeah and then the whole back side is just a solid wall
2: yeah it's and there's, weird there's no room behind the net either
3: no, yeah. no, that's true. Um, okay, part of the your game that you practice on the most,
2: um, I would say, kind of just patience, um, just being more more patient with the puck and um, letting the forwards dictate what I do instead of you know making a play and have them follow. I'd, yeah, just be more patient and probably my shot too. I'd, I'd say those two things.
4: All right, so at Hill, you know, you have this rivalry with White Bear. Do you, you look at White Bear, White Bear as, like, you know, a rival on your level? They have to really get up for, or are they just like little brother that you have to deal with every year? No, it's there's they're always a good team. They'll always give you a fight and always give you a
2: battle, so you definitely can't keep them running. So it's definitely not a little brother thing.
3: <laughs> Toughest team that you've ever played against high school or youth?
2: Ooh... I'd probably say Daddy Daddy Diana team my sophomore year was incredible.
3: Yeah. That was a good team. Yeah. A really good team. Carl? Yeah.
4: Hmm. I think I'm I'm running low, Danny. Do you have more?
3: Um who do you want to beat when you win the state championship game this year? Who do I want to
2: beat? Um, St. Thomas. <laughs>
1: wow, I like that.
3: It's a good answer.
0: I like that's a good that would answer. That'd that be fun. Yeah, for sure. I, I, although no one else in the state would watch the game,
3: I would. I'm I'm just would I, I would. I would. Whenever we get the, when you get the
0: whole the two privates against each other, it feels like the state gets turned yeah. off.
3: I'd be excited. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Do you want to stick around for pickums then, Joe? Yeah Okay, let me go through some games that are not pick'ems Maple Grove has two decent matchups And we'll see how much of a running time they put them in Um, They play Centennial early in the week And then they play Totino uh, on Saturday, I'm pretty sure Litchfield and Delano play um, East Grand Forks, Roseau, Moorhead, Grand Rapids, Matamidi versus Eden Prairie, uh, Hermantown and Denfeld. I'm curious to see how this week's turns out after last week. Right. Um, Sartell versus Fergus, Lakeville South versus Lakeville North, Penilde dinas should be a really good game on Friday. Um, Orno Delano is a pick. i sorry. Yeah. Um, Duluth East and Saint Thomas, where Carl hate, and I hate each other for about two hours, and then yeah. I win. Um, and then <laughs> Edina versus 2015, Wyzetta.
4: 2015,
3: 2015, no. 2019, <laughs> wow. 2019, 2019. Um, and then Edina wisetta in a third rematch, probably game that they've played, but it's still worth noting because. They might play each other for a fourth time could. this year. Um, Carl, did I miss anything?
4: Uh, I think you did
0: pretty well this week, Daddy. Congratulations.
3: Yay. Okay, pick'ems.
0: Do I get to run this segment?
3: Uh, yes, we you are. You guys going
0: your... to criticize me every time I do. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, game one, Joe, you go last in this one. Uh, Alexandria and Little Falls, they played to a tie last time, which makes this game... Even better, a pick 'em. I believe this one would be at Runestone in Alexandria. I'm gonna go with the home team here, Alex. I'm trying to make up ground for last week, going 0 for 4. So <laughs> I need to shoot for the fences a little bit. Carl, what do you like? What do you like?
4: I'm gonna go with Little Falls. I think they're the most complete team in this section.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dane Couture and that as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that they are easily the one or two seed in six, and I think this puts the stamp on the two seed right now.
0: I think so. I think so. Joe, you know anything about Alexandria or Little Falls? I do not,
2: but I'm going to go with Alexandria.
0: Oh, I like it.
3: That's that's a dangerous play to <laughs> <Yeah>. follow, Tony, <laughs> yeah. so Tony. I was
0: for well, Maybe last not a wise life choice. Ah need to work on your life choices. <laughs> Here we go. Um next game, uh it's a Wright county matchup, yes. Orno and Delano. Uh both, one team's kind of on the rise, one team's on the the slide right now. Yeah. Uh Carl, who do you got?
4: I'm going to go with Delano. I think they'll keep up their momentum.
0: Okay, Danny.
3: I'm going to go with the team that's kind of on the slide, Orno. I think that they bounce back against Delano.
0: All right. So we are going to Maybe have a split here, Joe. Who do you like, Orno or Delano? I like Delano. All right. I think I can't give Danny the ability to sweep us on this one. Yes, do it. No, I'm, gonna, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Delano too. All right. <laughs> Third game, uh, Stillwater and creighton durham Hall. You have a vested interest in this game. Uh, Joe, um, I'm going to go Danny, you go first, and then Joe goes second. I. That's <laughs> a tough one. That's why it's pick
3: them. It is. I'm going to go Stillwater again. Wow. Prove no. me wrong, Creton, but Stillwater it, it beat you the first time. So
4: They, they have a lot on the what's line the, here. Was it that loss to Woodbury that impressed you, or the tie against Forest
0: Lake?
3: It, it's the um, low-scoring Creighton. Uh, games that have not impressed me enough.
0: This is a good one. I, I'm interested to hear what, what Joe has to say about this one. Joe, what do you got? Stillwater or Cretan?
3: I think uh, I think Creighton's going to
2: take this one. I think they're going to to in a couple quick ones, and then I think that they might steamroll Stillwater. That's really? my
4: prediction.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to agree with you on this one, too. I'm going to go Cretan. On that one, and that leaves us with the Carl up in Duluth. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're all, we're all picking on Danny today. I'm, going I'm either going
3: to go own four or four <laughs> and zero. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're going Creton too. Yep. All right.
3: I, I think it's juicier than just a, a three to one in pickums. I really do. I I think it's going to be closer than what Joe said. All Joe, right. do you want to elaborate on why you think it's going to be a roll fest? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I just think when Stillwater gets down, they kind of give up. So, and, and I know Crete won't give up, so that's where I got that from.
0: All right. I love it. All right. This is your first. You get to go first on this one, Joe. Uh, War Road and Grand Rapids. Where is this game? Is this at the, the IRA, his favorite building, or yes, the gardens? it is at so IRA at Civic Center. Grand Rapids. Uh, you get to go first. Who do you like, uh, double A go. or single A? Double line Rapids. Rapids. Is anybody going to dare and pick the Warriors in this one? Anybody? Hmm. I think one of you two guys will sucker for it. I'm going to go Rapids, too, and see if one of you guys goes for War Road in this one. They're good. Yeah, they They're are. They're good. Uh Carl? Yeah, I
4: just don't trust world stylistically in this game, so I'm going Rapids. So I'm I'm curious to hear what Danny says because it's his favorite jersey against his, you know, his first <laughs> favorite jersey against his
0: second favorite jersey. Oh, yeah, uh, Are you am gonna put the Gucci on him.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna put the Gucci on him.
0: And I agree. I think that I think it's a stylistically,
3: good game. Carl says it correctly there.
0: I think uh, in this game, I think world will get locked down by by Rapids D. How shut
3: down is? Grand Rapids, Joe, just because I haven't seen them in person.
0: Yeah, it's, it's
2: pretty legit. They're, they're good on the back end this year for sure.
3: Okay.
0: Alright, and the final game is your game against Benilde. Is this one on the road or at home? Do you know, uh, do, Joe? Do,
3: do, 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 do. It's at the St. Louis Park Rec Center in front of 54 yeah, people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. yeah, it's at I know it's at Benild. Okay, so I get to go first in this one. I'm a big Benild guy uh, on this whole show. I've been just literally pumping, so and, pumping yeah. and pumping and yeah. pumping their tires. So I can't go against them. Uh, I have to go with them. I'm going to go Ken Pawley, uh Carson Limesan. Uh, I'm going with Benild on this one. Okay. This is offense versus defense. Sure, this is We'll see what
3: Carl has to
0: say. This is Princeton against UNLV. <laughs> this is in dude, what I got sport? Basketball. What? UNLV. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys were you guys were running alive. UNLV was run and gun basketball team. In what points. year? 1990? 56 Come on, I'm not that old. <laughs>
1: Was okay. it black well, well, and ton-
0: white? <laughs> Alright, here we go. Carl, who you got in this well, one?
4: Well, Tony is living in the past. I'm going to live in 2021 where
0: Hill is really great defensively and I'm taking Hill. <laughs> oh, here we go. I've seen this movie before. All right, They're <laughs> yeah. I mean, just going <laughs> to push
3: Benil to the outside. Joe's really good at that. I think Joe's going to step up on the power play, put a clapper in. Kind of sneak He's been down. working on his shot. He's been working on his shot. He's going to sneak down on the power play, look for that backdoor pass right there, and go out to um, Plot-a-Duck. And- plot duck there we go. <laughs> he finally got it. We finally, finally got, it. got it.
0: Pre-show, he said plot duck 45 times. All right, Joe, we know what your answer is going to be. Who's going to win, uh, Hill or Bernild? The Pioneers
2: are going to win. All right,
0: the Pioneers are going to win. I'm not shocked about that. <laughs> you're been... going to wear
1: your
3: black jerseys, though, Joe. Do you know Ooh. which jerseys you're going to wear?
0: Yeah,
2: we'll probably go black. Yep, green helmets, black jerseys.
3: Love Man. the black.
0: Very sharp, very mm-hmm. sharp. You did quite well today, Joe. Uh, thank you for joining us. Danny and Carl put into their great... Another show thanks to our sponsor Red and Black League's Joe Plotchuk senior defenseman Joe thanks for joining us today and good luck the rest of the year.
2: Thank you thank you for having me.
0: And that's it for the show. We'll see you guys around the rink.